Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to today's Meet the Artist here at the War Memorial Opera House. Today is Saturday, April 12th, and it's, what is it, 1.06 p.m. I'm your host, Jasmine Yep. I am the Christensen Society Officer in the Develop Department here at San Francisco Ballet. I'm so excited to have one of our new members of the company here joining us for today's Meet the Artist. He just finished class about a minute and a half ago. And then he'll have to leave right after to get ready for today's performance. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in a warm welcome for corps de ballet dancer Esteban Hernandez. Hello, hi. <laughs> and now for some housekeeping. Um, today is program six. It's in rep with program five and six. And today you'll see three fantastic works by some of our most celebrated choreographers of our time. Mark Morris's gentle but incredibly fierce Maelstrom, Caprice, which is a new stunning and beautiful work by our artistic director Helgi Thomason, and Yuri Posakov's always exciting and never dull Rite of Spring. I'd also like to welcome our patrons who are listening online at San Francisco Ballet Podcasts. Meet the Artist interviews are presented by the San Francisco Ballet Center for Dance Education. We have a number of programs, not only in our school, but also for adult dance education, Ballet 101, Points of View lectures, and Meet the Artist interviews. You can learn more by visiting our website at sfballet.org. And now for the good stuff while you're really here, so we can learn a little bit more about Esteban. Esvon joined our company straight out of the Royal Ballet School. He graduated in July, contract in hand, plane ticket to San Francisco. <laughs> so we're very excited to have him here. Uh, before going to school at the Royal Ballet School in London, um, you were studying at the Rock School of Dance Education in Philadelphia, and before that at home in Mexico. Mm -hmm. He comes from a dance family, and I was wondering, could you talk a little bit about your early training in ballet in Mexico, and who or what inspired you to dance? Well, um, I come from a, from a family of dancers. Both of my parents were uh, professional ballet dancers. So uh, I'm, I'm also one of 10 siblings. <laughs> so it's, uh, my parents were, I guess, were looking for a way to uh, entertain us in a way at first uh, I would watch my my dad teach my older siblings in my in my backyard uh, I was still too young to to study or, or learn how to dance but I always enjoyed watching it and uh, there was something about the movement and the music together that uh, appealed to me a lot so when I was about eight years old I came up to my dad and I said, well, I, I want to learn how to dance too. And you know, he, he said uh, very seriously to me, he said, well, are, are you sure you want to you wanna do that? I said, yeah. He said, well, it's going to be, it's a, it's a hard profession. It's going to be a lot of work. And uh, if you want to do this seriously, uh, you might have to uh, maybe move away from home at a young age and uh, go study abroad to, to perfect your technique. Uh, you know, I was eight years old, so I didn't think much of it, much of it uh, at that time. <laughs> so I said, yeah, I, I want to do it. <laughs> so uh, the following day, I, I started. Uh, and 
you know, I, I studied with my dad for five years uh, until I was 13 years old. And at the age of 13, I was offered a scholarship to study at the Rock School for Dance Education in Philadelphia. So at age 13, I moved away from home. Uh, luckily, I had one of my sisters uh, that she moved to Philadelphia with me to, to take care of me. And so, because, you know, at 13 years old, it's hard to be by yourself. Uh, so I studied in Philadelphia for three years. Uh, where I attended the Youth America Grand Prix, which is the world's largest competition, uh, ballet competition. that happens in New York every year. And through that, I was offered a scholarship to study at the Royal Ballet School, which I joined in 2010 and graduated uh, just last July. <laughs> and, yeah, and now I'm here. <laughs> and we are so happy to have him here. <laughs> You mentioned that um, your dad was talking about movement and music and the hard work that goes into it. Um, you have beautiful musicality, and I was wondering um, if you could talk about how the music transforms your dancing or inspires or has an impact on it. Well, to me, um, music is, is dancing. Uh, without without uh, the music, there wouldn't be dancing, really. Uh, the music dictates the movement. Uh, it's always important to, to, have a, to keep that relationship close, uh, as close together as possible. Uh, it's, it's one of the most important things, I would say, to, to give a, a really uh, good performance, I, I think. <laughs> we have a great orchestra, and I think they'd be thrilled to hear that as well. <laughs> um, growing up, you've moved a lot. Obviously, mm -hmm. you were talking about moving at, at a young age and um, then going to London and then coming to San Francisco. As a new member of the company, um, what drew you to San Francisco Ballet? I know your brother was here, and, mm -hmm. and, and now we're excited to have you here. Lots of different things. We have dancers from all over the world with our company, but what drew you to San Francisco Ballet? Well, um, when my brother was a part of the company, he, was, he left here about three years ago. He was a soloist with the company, and uh, while he was here, I, I used to come visit him often, and uh, I got to, to get, a, I guess, a, a taste of what the company was like, uh, the company life, the classes, the people, the repertoire, and I, I, I always really, really liked it. From, from the first time that I came to visit, I, I just wanted to come back. Uh, I wanted to come back, and every time that I came back, I never wanted to leave. So see, ever since then, uh, I always felt like this would be one of the places that I, I would I would love to to dance in, and and I'm I'm really thankful and thrilled to to have gotten the opportunity to to join this amazing company. <laughs> We're so lucky to have you. Um, Esteban kind of made a grand entrance with the company um, two different times before the season really got started, even before Giselle. Uh, he performed in November for a dance benefit performance called Get in Front that was uh, started and coordinated and really spearheaded by two of our company members. And um, you got to perform a, uh, the male variation from Le Croiser. What, yes. what was that experience like and what made you choose that? Well, um, I was approached by uh, James Sofranco, who is a soloist in, in the company, and he said to me, well, we're having this, this performance in, in benefit for cancer research, 
which I thought was was great. He said, well, we would love for you to perform. And for me, that was a, a really, uh, I saw that as a really great opportunity to show myself and to, to sh sort of say, hi, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> uh, so I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I, I chose, well, we, we chose the, this variation from Le Corsair uh, together because while I was at the Royal Valley School, that, uh, that was kind of my signature role, you would say. Uh, I, I danced it a lot through, through my three years at, at the school and I became really, really comfortable and really familiar with, with it. So for me, uh, being able to dance it again in, in San Francisco n uh, now was, was really great, it was so exciting. So I was really happy that I, I got that opportunity to, to perform that, and it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I was in the audience and it was just such a warm welcome <laughs> to have you do that. And, um, a program that welcomes not just San Francisco ballet dancers and patrons, but mm -hmm. the Bay Area dance community yeah. and, 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 and a really great opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to mention that it is uh, for Cancer Prevention Institute of California. Mm -hmm. So um, always wonderful to have something that our dancers can around San Francisco and the Bay Area can come together for, but it yes. was a fantastic performance. The second piece that really got you started before the season, um, was at San Francisco Ballet's gala in January, and you got to do a piece with two of our other dancers, Doris and Gennady, mm -hmm. um, and a piano, um, one of our pianists, and a violinist. It was basically four, uh, sorry, five performers on stage. Mm -hmm. um, talk to us a little bit about that, because uh, uh, Le Lutin is coming back next season in 2015. Uh -huh. Well, uh, that was, uh, I guess I can say that was, that has been the, one of the highlights of, of, of my stay here in San Francisco so far. Uh, I got this opportunity maybe three days before the opening night gala uh, due to uh, an injury, uh, it happened. You know, it's unfortunate when that happens, but it was a really great opportunity for me. It was so exciting. Uh, I had seen this, this piece and I, uh, I had learned it before and I always wanted to perform it. Uh, so to get such an opportunity, and especially in the, for the opening night gala of the, of the San Francisco Ballet, that was, that was uh, amazing. Uh, I, it was hard to believe that me just arriving here, I, I was getting such a, such a great opportunity. Uh, it was so exciting, so, and it was really fun. You know, Gennady and Doris are really great dancers and amazing performers. So I, 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 had, I had a lot of fun with it, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> How was it working with a guest choreographer? Johan Comber came in um, to stage Le Luzine here, and uh, I know that he was with Royal Ballet, but mm -hmm. as a student, you don't always get to uh, dance with the company. Yeah. How was that with a new choreographer coming in? Well, uh, I, had, I had always, uh, I guess, in a way, looked up to him while I was in, in London. You know, he was a principal dancer with the Royal Ballet, and as a student in the Royal Ballet School, who I, I, would, I would get some opportunities to watch rehearsals or watch classes with, uh, with the company. Um, so, you know, I, always, I was always aware of his work and uh, I, I admired it a lot. So to be able to, to work with him uh, here in San Francisco was, uh, it was really great. I, I, I didn't think he would, he would remember me or he would, you know, he would know who I was. But uh, whenever he came here, he was, really nice and offered me this opportunity to do this, which I was, I was 
so thrilled about. <laughs> well, great. We look forward to seeing that next season as well. It's very yeah. exciting. Um, if you're just joining us, my name's Jasmine Yep, and I'm in conversation with Corps de Ballet member Esteban Hernandez. And we probably should talk a little bit about Program 6, what you're going to see today. Um, Esteban is performing and cast in two of the ballets. Um, he'll be performing in the Rite of Spring this afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then this evening, he'll be in both Caprice and the Rite of Spring. Mm -hmm. um, what can you tell us about, we're going to go from the beginning, Maelstrom, which you're not in. Mm -hmm. um, what, what can you tell the audience about that piece, or what should they look for? Well, uh, Program 6 is a really varied program with loads of uh, contrast, uh, I guess you can say. Uh, Maelstrom is a really beautiful piece set to Beethoven's music, which is great. Uh, really musical choreography, really just really beautiful dancing in, in general. Um, I, I really like it. <laughs> but <laughs> and then uh, Caprice and Rite of Spring are two very different ballets. I guess especially Rite of Spring is, is completely different from the other two pieces. Uh, you know, the music is, uh, is really powerful, uh, really uh, intense in, in a way. Uh, Just a little. <laughs> and so, so it's, um, it's a very exciting, exciting piece uh, filled with loads of powerful movement and uh, almost a, a little bit wild <laughs> in a way, <laughs> which is, uh, it's, it's really fun to, to perform. Uh, and Caprice is a, is a very classical, classical ballet, very elegant, uh, with, again, beautiful music. Uh, and it's, it's really, really fun to perform. You know, I, I like, I like uh, classical ballet um, a lot. So, so it's it's fun to to dance. Yeah. Caprice is one of our new works by Helgi mm -hmm. Thomason, and it, and it is very beautiful. And you're right; the contrast between that and then Rite of Spring couldn't be further. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's great though that you have that opportunity to do both. How is it going between Caprice, very classical lines, um, core work? 15 minutes later, Rite of Spring. As a dancer, how do you make that transition and costumes? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, as a dancer, you, you are often expected to be able to dance pretty much everything, uh, all kinds of, of dance. Uh, I enjoy contemporary dance as well very much. It's, it's, uh, for me, it's, it's freedom in a way, uh, because you know, uh, classical ballet is very, you know, structured, you know, there are position, certain positions that you're supposed to keep, certain, uh, you, you have to stick to the, to the classical technique. Whereas in contemporary dance, it's, you can, you have a lot more, more room for own, your own expression of the movement, your own uh, sort of way of understanding the movement and your own interpretation of it, which, which is great, you know, it's, it's great to have that, that freedom and that uh, contrast between between both of them. So, you know, it's, it's, it's actually, for me, I find it easier to go from a classical piece into a contemporary piece or more uh, modern uh, piece than the other way around. You know, your, your body uh, is, after being, you know, throwing yourself around in a contemporary piece or like, uh, 
it's harder to pull yourself back together in, in order to, to do the classical classical movement. But you know, if, if you have to do it, you, you have to do it. <laughs> a little bit like today. You're, yeah, exactly. You ride a spring and then go back into Caprice <laughs> for the evening. Um, we do have a few minutes for questions. So um, while the audience prepares for that, I, I'm wondering, he's talking about contemporary, and, and some of you might not know, I asked him if I could mention this. Um, he had an opportunity mm -hmm. to uh, be cast in the musical Billy Elliot, which thankfully for us, he decided to continue ballet instead. Um, so a little bit of, he does have very strong roots in contemporary or musical theater, mm -hmm. as well as ballet. I had a question over here, yes. I've always wanted to ask how the performer relates to the costume. Can you create something So the question is, as a dancer, mm -hmm. how does it relate to the costumes? Does it confine you? Does it, with the costumes and the makeup and wigs, because I think Rite of Spring also has mm -hmm. more than just the, the physical clothes on them. Well, I think the costumes are part of what makes a ballet complete. You know, in order to have a full, uh, finished result, you have to have all the costumes, the lights, you know, and the choreography, the music, all together. It all makes up for for a complete performance. You know, as a dancer, you you don't often get get to to have a word, uh, to have a say in what the costumes are like or or anything like that. But um, it often, I, I, myself, I haven't found myself in the position where I don't like a costume or I don't feel comfortable in a, in a costume. It's, it's always, I always feel like the costumes make sense with the, with the choreography. There's a lot, uh, a lot of professional work put into, into the thought process of making costumes, making choreography and making it all work together. And I think it's, it's pretty successful. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, uh, yes, very often it, it helps you f mm, be able to relate more to the piece, feel like you are more of, more of a part of, especially in full story, full length ballets. Uh, you know, without the costume, you don't feel like you're you, like you're actually a part of of the piece. You feel, and and when whenever you put those costumes on, you actually believe that you are there at that time in in that moment, which is it's really great. <laughs> And, and the costumes really, for us, we have a wonderful team of designers from lighting to costumes and scenic design, mm -hmm. um, and it really does complete the full ballet and mm -hmm. communicates the choreographer's concept exactly. to all of you in our audience. Um, so we couldn't do it without them. Yes, question. So the question is, he's got a very large family. Um, do any of your other siblings dance and, and where are they dancing around the world? Well, uh, all of my siblings in my family dance at some point, uh, but the only ones that really stuck to it and really went through with it was uh, my brother. Uh, his name is Isaac, 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 and Isaac. And he was, <laughs> he was a, a dancer here in the company and he's now dancing with the head national ballet in Holland. Uh, so it's just him and him and I. 
A lot of Cinderella going on recently <laughs> for the two. Cinderella. Yeah, he, he got to do Cinderella um, and probably mm. showed a lot of costumes with yes. Christopher Wheeldon in the last few years. All the way in the back, yes. So he's interested in the process between graduating from Royal Ballet School and arriving here at San Francisco Ballet. Well, um, throughout the, the three years of, of training at, at the Royal Ballet School, it's sort of, uh, the first two years are, are very much just training. Uh, training, perfecting um, technique, uh, musicality, movement, um, all of that. Then on, on, your last, uh, on your last year, the third year, uh, you get to work a lot with the with the actual Royal Ballet and some perform, performing opportunities um, to prepare you for your professional career. Uh, then, uh, come audition time around January, uh, you go around and audition to whatever companies you are interested in or wh where you would like to dance. Um, I was lucky enough to be to be approached by. Uh, by San Francisco Valley early on in, in the audition process. So I, I didn't, didn't have to, to go to many, many places uh, to audition. But, um, you know, it's a, it's a long, long process. It's, it, can be, it can be frustrating at times whenever you, you, you apply for companies that you, you really want to dance in and perhaps don't get the opportunity to, to, to go there. But, you know, it's, it's uh, but here you up, are. Yes, I ended up where, where I wanted to be, which is great. <laughs> Fantastic, right? Uh, yes, ma'am, right here. So the question is, um, and, and maybe starting with a day will probably be easier because most of your days are similar. What does the schedule look like from waking up and going to class to when we get out at 10.30 tonight for tonight's evening performance? <laughs> well, uh, we work uh, Tuesday to, to Sunday, and uh, usually have Mondays off. Um, on performing weeks, uh, we usually start class at around 10, 10 in the morning, uh, usually an hour and 15 minute class, uh, and then rehearsals for whichever ballets are coming up or we, whichever ballets we're performing throughout the day, maybe up until, uh, it, it depends on the day, but uh, sometimes up until five o'clock, sometimes up until three o'clock and then uh, prepare for, for the performance in, in the evening. Mm. Just like today. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> we're running out of time, so <laughs> I'm going to do two very, very quick questions because I know we got a late start. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, can you talk about how you like to incorporate uh, Yuri Kostakov on the writer spring? Mm -hmm. So he has a question about, very specific, um, about the process of working with Yuri Kostakov on the right of spring. Well, it's a, it's a really fun process. Uh, I wasn't here last year for the, for the creation of the ballet, so uh, I didn't get to work so much personally with him. Um, but this year, you know, bringing it back, learning all the, all the choreography and really getting the piece together has been a, a lot of fun. You know, he's very, uh, he, he knows what he wants and 
he he's not afraid to 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 really tell you you know you need to do more more of this more of that and it's it's great you know because um you get a really clear idea of what it what what he wants the choreography to be and what what it it should be so i i have a lot of fun and it's also really really good great energy and it's it's fun it's fun. <laughs> I think you might have gotten a little feel of that if, for those of you who were able to watch the class this morning. Um, <laughs> last question, very quickly. Yes, sir. Whose choreography would you like to most perform and why? Well, uh, that's, that's a hard question because there are so many great choreographers out there and so many great pieces. Uh, you know, I'm... Um, we're here in, in San Francisco, we're really lucky that we get to, to work on a lot of new creations by new choreographers, uh, young choreographers, uh, upcoming choreographers. Uh, this year we got to work with uh, British choreographer Liam Scarlett uh, for a piece that is uh, having its world premiere in Program 7. Uh, and for me that, that has been one of the, the greatest experiences I've had so far. Uh, it's a really Mm, he, it was a really great process, very specific. He, he, he's a very musical choreographer, so he had a very good idea of, of how, how to put the... It, it was almost like the music dictated the steps instead of uh, the other way around, uh, which, which is great because you've, whenever you've done something like that, you, you actually feel like your body with its movement, it's, it's creating the music. It's creating uh, this, um, this environment, this feeling uh, uh, almost of, uh, of an orchestra, a human orchestra, which, which is, is really, really great. I love that, a human orchestra. <laughs> Everyone, please come back and join us for program seven for Hummingbird yes. to see the human orchestra here at San Francisco <laughs> Ballet. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time. We do have to let Esteban go back and get into costume so that you can see him in the Rite of Spring, um, or if you're coming to tonight's performance um, for both Caprice and the Rite of Spring. Thank you so much for supporting the ballet. We really appreciate you coming today, and thank you. Thank you, Esteban. Thank you very much. <laughs>